everybody. Welcome back to episode eight, the home stretch episode. We're coming down to the home stretch of the playoffs here with Nick Abbott and Josh Whitney. Um, before we introduce Josh, we're going to say thank you to our DJ Zia Beats for the uh, awesome intro for the first week of the, or for the first time uh, in the podcast. Um, so welcome back to another episode. Josh, how's it going? Good, man. Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about our brackets. Uh, pretty much busted in each hockey tournament and basketball, so yep. I think we'll hop right into that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about the NCAA hockey tournament and the first round matchups that we had. Yeah, so obviously um, I went a little bit uh, a little bit crazy with a couple upsets, but um, I had Northeastern going all the way to the Frozen Four. They lost uh, to Cornell <clears throat> last night, 5-1. Um, to one. They got smoked. Providence with a big upset over Minnesota State busted both of our brackets, right? Yeah, we both had them going to the Frozen Four. Yeah, uh, Minnesota well, State, that is. I mean, yeah, I had yeah. Them, I had them losing to yeah. Northeastern, but yeah, I had That's them going right. one more round. Uh, and then the biggest upset everybody's talking about: American International takes down St. Cloud State. That's the second year in a row. St. Cloud State's ranked number one, and they get taken out. What's your thoughts on that? One? Uh, maybe we should stop picking them and go to the Frozen Four. I guess. Yeah. Uh, we thought uh, the better teams would win, and I think so far, I think we've seen a lot of good teams actually prevail. I think, uh, obviously, my pick to win it all, Massachusetts, moved on yesterday. All the way to the Frozen yeah, Four. Yeah, they're now. all the way to the Frozen Four now. Uh, Minnesota Duluth, which is, you, which is your pick yep. to repeat, they're still alive. Yep. Uh, they're probably going to hopefully can beat Quinnipiac since our boys at ASU couldn't get the job done. Yeah, so. unfortunately. But uh, hats off to them on a, on a hell of a season. Yeah. That's the first time in, in uh, organization history that they made it there. So that's good stuff. Um, Only third I, year, like we talked about yeah. them being there. So good good season. They'll be back for sure. That's <laughs> yeah. a program that's on the rise, and guys will keep wanting to go there for sure. Hell yeah. And I have Massachusetts going all the way to the Frozen Four as well. I have them going against Minnesota. So that's good. I'm still on the right track there. Yep. I had Clarkson taking down Notre Dame. They had a lead, 56, 35 seconds left, I think it was. Um, and they lost it, went to overtime, and they lost in overtime, unfortunately. Um, and then Denver also beat Ohio State 2 nothing, And that was kind of disappointing, but that was kind of a homer pick. That was more your homer pick, kind of like our ASU pick, yeah. kind of a homer pick. But uh, uh, Denver, obviously, they they look they looked strong against them. So we'll and see. They're going, they're going all the way now to the Frozen Four. Yep. I don't know if they'd get there if St. Cloud State got by uh, AIC, but it's a possibility. Yeah. So. So them and Massachusetts are going to be on that side of the bracket. Yeah. So we're waiting, obviously, today. We'll find out if uh, Minnesota Duluth moves on and who moves on between Providence and Cornell. Yeah, and that though the Frozen Four starts on the 11th of April, and the finals is on the 13th of April. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that in the next couple of weeks. Um, but for now, let's get some basketball. So obviously uh, two big games. Duke survives, obviously, uh, UCF, barely, at the buzzer. And then they next round survived Virginia Tech at the buzzer as well. Both shots almost looked like they were going in, and I don't know. Do you think that puts a damper on maybe the possibility of Duke being able to win it all just because of the close games? I don't know. They're playing uh, – who are they playing today? They're playing Michigan State. Michigan State this <sighs> afternoon. I mean – their, their coach, like, it's going to be a good coaching game for sure. Both coaches are very well respected in their uh, in their organizations. They've been there for a while. I think it's going to be a great game to watch. It's it's a late game tonight, so it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. But I, I still think I got Duke going. Unfortunately, your bracket's completely busted. Completely. So. Uh, Auburn upset North Carolina. Everyone saw Auburn couldn't miss in the second half. They just kept scoring all those three-pointers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they obviously are taking on Kentucky as we speak. Yeah. Uh, last time I checked, Kentucky had a lead. 
So um, I don't really care about that. I just care about my North Carolina boys getting taken down. So my bracket is completely done. But I yeah. think Glenn still has the best. Glenn uh, still has the best. But yeah. I know for a fact that Pat Hamilton has Duke beaten Kentucky in the finals. Oh, so, so if that happens, then I think that takes over everything. Mm-hmm. I know Glenn's a big Michigan fan, so I'm sure uh, I'm going to give him a little shout-out. I hate Michigan. And we always give each other a hard time about this, but Texas Tech, man, are you kidding me? It was a joy they're, to actually watch them lose to Texas yeah. Tech. And they got blown out. Like yeah. that was that was mm-hmm. the worst thing. But they're uh, Texas Tech is balling. Dude. And they they're beat Gonzaga, so they're yeah. in the Final Four now. And then Virginia on the other side beat yeah. Purdue last night, which is a crazy game. They hit that. They hit a buzzer beater to send it to overtime. Then Virginia prevailed in overtime. Yeah, so. and if I'm not mistaken, someone in our bracket challenge has Texas Tech winning it all. So if that, that would be huge. If that, if that, I don't know. This might come down to the wire. Who wins yeah. that? Amazon gift card, so we'll see where it goes. But yeah. it's going to be an interesting couple days uh, to see who see who goes where. But I still think I got Duke going uh, going there. Maybe I mean I, I I had Wofford beating Kentucky in the second round, dude, mm-hmm. and now Kentucky's still around. So it's not, it's <laughs> Kentucky. I mean that was that was kind of a crazy pick, but Kentucky's uh, definitely playing well right now too. Yeah, for sure. Well, those are our brackets, and uh, pretty much we were wrong completely on each of our brackets. Besides you, you're still alive with the Duke pick, but I yeah. think most people in the nation pick Duke to, to win it all. And yeah, exactly. I think that kind of almost hampers them because I think every night they show up to the tournament, that people bring everything to beat that team. Oh, yeah. And Because uh, they just want to beat – like I mean, you got the two best prospects yes. in the league. Yes. I mean, or besides John Moran, mm-hmm. but like – and you got Trey Jones too, and Cam Reddish. That team is stacked. Like yeah. that team is like the Golden State Warriors of of, of NCAA. Yeah. So when when you're going up against them, you're obviously going to play your hardest. And yeah, it's, you're right. Like like teams like UCF going up there against them, and you know, I mean, Virginia Tech. They've they've put them on on wheels a couple times. So yes. it's it's good to see it. But yeah, it's uh, we'll see what happens tonight for sure. Awesome. Well, let's get into some NHL news. Uh, we have uh, the Lightning. We'll give a little update for them. Yeah. They've, they've lost a few games, and they haven't been as strong, but I think that has a lot to do with the end of the season, some fatigue setting in. Yeah. But they have to win out if they want to get the win-loss record. Yeah. I was actually talking to a couple of my buddies there the other day about this, and uh, and and they they kind of don't agree with them going to going for the record because it's tiring them out, and they think that if you know you might get sixty-three wins, but when it comes to the playoffs. You know, you're not going to be able to win those 16 games that you need to win the cup. So right. that's uh, that's huge, and I kind of agree with them. When you're when you're working this hard to get a record, it's it's obvious that you're you're not gonna, you know, you're you're not going to be full energy going into the playoffs. No, so. and that's actually been their problem, as we've talked about those in the past, is their playoff history. So yeah. Tampa Bay, I think it would be smart to maybe take it easy, but. That being said, as a hockey fan, you want them to see get the record. Oh, the yeah. four games they have left against <clears throat> Ottawa Senators should be a win. Should be a win. You never know. Uh, Canadians, great goaltending. Maple Leafs Hardly. and Boston. So what do you think? Do you think they get? I mean, four, three of those games are actually pretty challenging games. I the think they three. tie the record. I okay. think they're. I think they're going to tie the record. I think they might. They, dude, they might lose an easy one, like against Ottawa. Like they, they, they have that. They have that rec, uh, tendency. To lose against teams like that, um, like they, they, you know, they beat they're beating good teams, but I think the biggest game is going to be against Boston. Um, the last game of the season, April sixth. That's going to be a good one. It's ten a.m. down here, but it's it's going to be a good game for sure, and I'm excited for it. it might be a record-setting game day, so it's yeah. exciting. So, wild card update on the uh, Coyotes. Unfortunately, we uh, lost the Avalanche recently, three uh, two in a shootout. So now that puts us three games behind them. We need, actually we needed that win pretty bad here. Um, so they're at they have let's see four games to play. 
they're three points down out of a playoff spot to tie them, but I'm assuming Colorado holds the tiebreaker there. Yeah. So they're actually going to need Colorado to, to lose a couple of these games down the stretch, and uh, Coyotes pretty much need to win out. So they need help. Unfortunately, uh, they couldn't keep their uh, strong start going, and hopefully their next games are Colorado's uh, April 1st at St. Louis, and then uh, Coyotes have Minnesota Wild. Yeah. So we need right. we need uh, we need some uh, wins and losses there. Yeah, and I think Colorado they could lose to St. Louis uh, pretty easily, but Minnesota they're they're in the race too. They're only four points out, and they got four games left. So that's two wins, and they could tie Colorado right away. So, yeah, Arizona, they, they need to win today against Minnesota. It's a big game here, 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 in, here in the desert. Uh, it's a big one for sure. And just to talk about the last ten games, I mean, Arizona, we told we said they need to go on another run. They did not do that. They're 3-4-3 three, and three in the last ten games. And that opposed to Colorado, who, who got hot at the right time. They're 7-2-1 and one in the last ten games. So, unfortunately, um, if Arizona doesn't turn around, we're going to be seeing them out of the playoff picture. Yeah, we'll see them out of the playoff picture this year, I think. I, I, I think the playoffs are set right now with the, with the standings. Maybe in the East, there's going to be a lot of moving around, which I'll, uh, I'll talk about right here. Mm-hmm. Carolina's leading the wild card, which is crazy. Carolina Hurricanes, they're leading the wild card with their storm surge this year. I love the celebrations, uh, by yeah. the way. I actually really enjoy that. Yeah, it's good, and, and they're stopping them right now because uh, there's a lot of a lot of pushback from the league, I think. But no one has said that yet. But I think that's what's going on. Uh, it's unfortunate they're they're really creative with it all. So it's I fun. think that's a good thing to get your fans involved. Oh, yeah. I know we've kind of talked about this, but I, I think it's ridiculous if if the NHL doesn't want this. I know NHL is a little bit different game than the other sports, but right. for entertainment purposes, if I if I go to a game and the Coyotes had a win and they want to do something to celebrate their fans and with their fans uh, as players, I would totally be down for that. I mean, how much do we talk about Howler being one of the best mascots? Because what does he do? He runs on the stadium. He gets everyone amped up. Yep. Like this, I don't think this is any different. I think Carolina. It's just after the game, and they're not up. They're not upstaging anyone. They're just having a great time with their fans. Right. Unfortunately, we're not going to see the best mascot in the league in the playoffs this year. Philly got eliminated last night, unfortunately. So Gritty's missing out on his first year in the playoffs. I wonder what that guy would do in the playoffs. Like, oh, nuts, it would be so. great. He's already nuts. So. Yeah, he's getting chased around by little kids the other night. Not that you're a big Philly fan, but it would be nice to see him in the playoffs. Yeah. See what Gritty's doing. Yeah. See what he does. He's he's a he's a character so um so yeah we got montreal and columbus they're tied right now and they had a great game the other night um which columbus came out on top if columbus makes the playoffs this year after making all those moves that's huge a lot of people have counted them out uh just recently like last week they were saying oh they're not going to do it but they're six three and one in their last 10 they're on a four game win streak uh, Montreal, on the other hand, they're six, three, and one. Also, they're on a one-game win streak, and so we're going to see an interesting push for the end. I think Carolina has it locked in. They're just rolling right now. I think they'll be able to keep rolling, but I think Columbus might take that from the Habs. But the Habs are also just like one of those teams where y- you just see them getting in the playoffs. They beat the Jets last night, three to one. Um, that's a big win for them, and we'll we'll see where it goes from there. But. Um, a little touch on who has clinched the playoff spot right now. Um, <clears throat> the Tampa Bay Lightning, obviously, they they got they were awarded their President's Trophy last night. Um, Boston, 
And then on the Metro, we got Washington, who, New York. We have Ovechkin, who hit 50 goals again. Oh, yeah. There yeah. he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. one. Another another milestone for Ovechkin. Shocker. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you think New York? New York's three points behind Washington. They have three games left. Do you think it's a possibility that they win this Metro after John Tavares left and apparently broke all these guys' hearts? I don't think so. They only have three games left. Um, just looking at... Um, kind of their schedule. They have Toronto coming up, the Islanders do, which I hope they freaking get killed by them. <laughs> They're at home, actually, against Toronto, so yeah. that'll be interesting. And then if you look at Washington Capitals, they actually play at Florida tomorrow, so obviously that's a little that's, bit easier. So yeah. if there's only two games remaining, I don't think they close that gap, And which I'm happy because we all know on here, neither of us are Islanders fans. Yeah, <laughs> so um, they are fans suck, and I hope they lose in the first round. Yeah, exactly. And um, then on the West, the Western Conference, Winnipeg, obviously, was already clinched last episode. Nashville was also already clinched. Uh, but St. Louis, they recently clinched. They spent time in the 31st seed in the NHL this year, and they have clinched the playoff spot. Pretty good news for them. Think about this. Two weeks ago, we were talking about when the Coyotes beat them, yep. that we had a chance to actually catch them if we would have won that week and they would have lost. We would have actually hopped them. And then now, two weeks later, we're talking that – Coyotes aren't even going to make the playoffs, and yeah. St. Louis is clinched. It's pretty yeah, incredible. They were in a wild card spot, and now they're in. Now they're in the, the, the divisional spot. Yeah. So that's good. Who's for their them. goalie? Is it Bennington? Did Bennington? Yeah, yeah he. Bennington. Yeah, so he that guy's been incredible for them. Yeah, and he helped out a lot. Jake Allen obviously struggled this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and another point about we'll talk about this after. Sorry, I was getting off track, but. Calgary, San Jose, and Vegas. Vegas just clinched their second year in the league. Another playoff appearance. That's pretty good numbers. Two for two. So Great. <clears throat> we'll see how long that lasts. And I'm hoping Vegas makes a run again. I, I mean, it's pretty exciting yeah. how excited their fans get. And and the uh, and obviously that trade for Stone it made yeah. a huge difference. And oh, I yeah. think that's going to help them tremendously going forward. Yeah, me, me too. I, I think so. And then obviously Dallas, Colorado, Arizona, Minnesota still in the hunt. Yeah. Um, and Honestly, Chicago's kind of still in the hunt too. You, you got four games, you got eight points available. Yep. They could easily move into, but it's still, it, that's going to be a tough one uh, for them. But let's talk a little bit about Toronto. We wanted to mention this a little bit. We'll mention, oh, we already mentioned Tampa Bay, so let's mm-hmm. talk about Toronto. Toronto lost to Ottawa last night, and they're struggling against these, these really shitty teams. They're three, five, and two in their last 10. And when you got a team like that, I don't know, I don't know how you can. You know, I don't know how you can lose games against Ottawa like that. But what's your thoughts on it? Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard because that team, I think, is very talented, and I think they're really a good team when they actually come to play. I think what they've done is I think they've lost a little bit of focus at the end of the season. I think that they don't really get up for the games that are below them. I think they play down to their competition. So that being said, um, come playoff time, they better bring that intensity and playoff hockey type, you know, type play, or yeah. they're going to be out. They're going to yeah. be out of the playoffs. However, I don't think this team is going to do that. I, I think they're going to turn it around. I think they're actually going to play up to their competition, and they're going to go back to what they've been. Yeah, hopefully for all these fans out there. they I mean, they got to play Boston. I know Pat will be happy time. hearing that. Yeah, Pat's happy hearing your optimism. Well, he's not going to be happy about this. I think they're done. I think they're done against Boston. Boston has such a strong team in all different ways. And um, I just think I just think they can't, they can't skate with Boston. They can keep up with them. They can play like they can play, but... Freddie, if he keeps playing like this, they're they're going to be out. They, you know, they're going to be out just like they were a couple years ago. Uh, they they've played Boston so many times in the playoffs. These teams know each other really well. Rivalry. It's going to be an interesting series, but I think Boston might have them in five, six games. I don't think they're going to go seven, but it's it's going to be a good series for sure. Um, <clears throat> obviously, there's there's a 
big stat that I uh, mentioned to you la- later earlier in the week. Edmonton is the first he- team since uh, I believe I think it's 2002. Um, I forget what team it was, but the first team to have two players in the hundred point. Uh, category and miss the playoffs. Yeah, so. I saw that. Um, pretty incredible. Pretty uh, for them. You know what that means? They they probably need another good player, obviously in the in the in the defense side of things, and maybe some better goaltending. You know that. I mean, to me, if you have two hundred point scores, your offense isn't the issue. It's going to be the other side of uh, the other side of your defense. So hopefully uh, they can turn it around because it, it is going to be pretty bummer not seeing McDavid. Yeah. In the uh, in the playoffs, he is probably the best talent or the most talented player. I don't know yeah. about the best, but the most talented player in the NHL. And just some of the goals he throws up there, we'll throw some up. I don't know, did we throw up a top play on him this week? We we will on that goal he scored earlier this week. Yeah, that that behind that yeah. between the legs goal. Behind, yeah. yeah, that between the legs goal was incredible. I mean yeah. that and it's a it's unfortunate. I would love to see that in the playoffs and see how that team would do and how and how McDavid would uh, handle the playoffs. I agree, so. I agree. They got they still got prospects coming up but man this team the amount of first round pick first overall picks that they've had and they can't get a team together is crazy to me they need a defenseman they they drafted Yessi Pugliarvi two years ago the same year as McDay or Matthews and uh and uh you know Matthews's crew and and he hasn't done anything you know and he he's been in the AHL he's been up and down that's horrible you know um, if you drafted, there's players in that draft that were drafted uh, defensemen, and they're they're full time NHLers now. So it, it make it, it just doesn't make sense where they're going with this team. They fired their GM earlier in the year. They've replaced him with Wayne Gretzky's brother Keith. So we'll see how it goes. But they need a defenseman very soon, and they need they they like need it. It's a big need for them. Unfortunately, you have that much talent on the team. I mean, it goes back to your GM, but it also goes back to your coaching and and that whole side of things as well. Yeah. So. Um, I, I'm assuming if they don't turn things around there, um, that'll be a, a quick job for that uh, head coach, and he'll be done there. So. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, and then next, are there any more hockey? I don't think so. I think we're uh, – actually, it's pretty exciting because next week at the time we record, yeah. we'll be able to do our uh, NHL playoff bracket and talk yeah. about kind of our predictions. <coughs> Obviously, we gave you a little preview with uh, you thinking that the uh, Tampa – or the uh, – I'm sorry, the Leafs are done, the Toronto Maple Leafs are yeah. done. So five games. I'm sure you're gonna hear. I'm sure you're gonna hear that a lot at home. So. Oh, I'll get a call in yeah. about, and right when this episode yeah. drops. So, um, uh, so we have some MLB news. Yeah. Um, first, day. we'll opening go day. opening day. So we had Bryce Harper. Um, we'll get your reactions on his opening day. Uh, real quick, he went 0 for three. Had two strikeouts. He did have a walk and he scored a run. Um, he was cheered and booed. So, what's your reaction for Harper's opening day? Listen, if you're playing in Philly, some of the worst sports fans. You're gonna be you're gonna be expecting that. You signed for three hundred thirty million. You shouldn't strike out twice in your first game in Philly. If, if, if it was different, if, it'd be different if it was on the road and you, and you strike out twice. You know, you're just getting feel for it. But at home, like he should have had a single. I hope, like I mean, I don't know. Something he should have been a little bit more prepared for that. But it's pretty funny. They're booing him. They're giving it to him. Already. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty funny. He got booed. It was pretty exciting to see him coming on the field. He got. Like his in right field, they got super excited for him. They cheered really loud. He loved it. I love oh, yeah. that. I love how he saluted the fans and he really best he, cleats in the game too. Yeah, the Philly fanatics on his feet. Yeah, did you see his shirt walking into the arena for opening uh, day? I didn't see that one. He had a he had the Philly fanatic on one side and gritty on the other side. Nice. So nice. there you go, 
big like that's that's huge for us here at the podcast. We yeah. love gritty. So. <laughs> great great representation there. However, I do think it sucks that he went 0 for three with two strikeouts, but you gotta think it's baseball. I mean, you could strike out seven straight times and then hit three homers your next three at bats. Oh, and yeah. you're batting three hundred and you have three homers and everyone loves you. Yeah. Pretty much Aaron Judge stats I just threw out there Ooh. because that's pretty much what he does all day. Oh, um, man. But speaking of opening day and it'll be obviously we're a little bit past that. We've had a couple games to look at. Uh, Philadelphia, we talked about we actually told we said they're going to miss the playoffs completely. I know it's early in the season; they just started, but they've scored 18 runs in the first two games. When yeah, we said their lineups were going to be great, so if they can keep this this pace up and at least every game score yeah. runs, they have a chance every game. The question will be their pitching, but we'll see. Um, it was an interesting start for Harper, and we'll see where this goes from here. It's it's opening day, so we can't look too much right. in an opening week, so we can't look too much. It's a long baseball season. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is a very long baseball season, but you're right. Um, obviously, you can't – in baseball, that's one of the only sports that you can really say you can't really count the first – the first month, really, because right. like anything can happen, you can change. But Toronto's two and one; they're better than the Yankees right now. It's <laughs> yeah. killing me. Yeah. But it's only three games in the season, so don't right. get too excited, those Jays fans. Uh, but you know, Kansas City right now is two and zero. Oh. That's a su- that's a surprise right there. But, sure. And then um, you got Boston, who Sale got roughed up on opening day. Yeah. And he, you're happy they're one and two. They're oh, at the yeah. bottom of the division right now, but yeah. that's not going to last. You know, things like it that. It might. It might. You never know. Well, you hope it does. Oh. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be screaming from the rooftops if they finish last in the division. But, no, I mean, you know that's not going to stick. But, I mean, the D-backs, they won a game, which is kind of shocking, too, which we'll that's, get into later. Yeah, so I'll kind of hit that on the local. But um, in other MLB news, the next day after opening day, or the guy we traded away, Paul Goldschmidt, hit three home runs in a game for the Cardinals. So makes that sting a little bit more. And yeah. uh, I can be on record here saying that the other day they were asking about the Diamondbacks, and I literally said I don't care if they ship that team away. Yeah, you did say that. Because I have to say, well, I, don't, I don't even understand what we're doing i don't understand what we're doing with our pitching staff our lineup nothing makes sense right now to me and this is gonna be a long season of baseball for dimebacks fans well i mean yeah you you said that yesterday and you said you would cheer for the dodgers right is that what you said no the rockies <laughs> i would never cheer for the dodgers i hope all the dodgers team just uh forfeits every game i'm just gonna leave it like that i can't say anything too crazy excuse me about the coughing but oh, uh, speaking of coughing and the baby if you guys heard baby noises sorry yeah <laughs> this is, we're, we're low budget here yeah we're, we're, on a, we're on a tight budget uh but yeah you know, so it's getting interesting uh already i love that baseball's back though um it's always fun and uh let i want to throw out something the yankees okay. luke voigt man he's he hit a three-run jack first at bat this year. He uh, has homered. Well, at that point in time, he homered in four straight games, leading back to last season. So good for him. He's a player that wasn't well, was counted out by St. Louis. So it's good to see him and what he's doing for the Yankees. I'm happy to have him there for sure. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see how the Yankees do this year. Obviously, we'll keep tabs on them because uh, we both picked them to make the playoffs and get over 100 wins. Um, obviously, I think Boston will be better than them, but that'll be a fun debate all year, especially when they play in their first series against each other. That's going to be a fun soon. week coming up soon. <coughs> so uh, we'll look forward to that. Um, in other news, we have a tight in, in, in the NBA. We have an MVP yeah. race that everyone's been talking about for the last couple of weeks because the NBA season is winding down. Yeah. So I have my prediction. We've talked about this in the past, but uh, we have Harden, James Harden, uh, versus Giannis. And I'll let you um, – I'll throw out some stats and then let you uh, kind of break it down who you yeah. think the MVP is. So first we'll start with the team records. 
we have uh, Houston at 49 and 28, and Milwaukee at 57 and 19. Obviously, Milwaukee best team in the league. They have the number one seed right now in the Eastern Conference as far as record, uh, as far as the record goes. Um, however, if you look at the, what Harden's averaging, he's at 36 points, six and a half rebounds, and seven and a half assists a game. No player has ever put up that stat line ever. Not Wilt, not MJ, not Kobe. I mean, uh, he's on pace to score the most points since Jordan in 1987. I mean, this guy is a beast. We all know that. And I honestly believe they need that from him because of all the injuries they've had as far as Clint Capella being out, Chris Paul. Um, and then on the other side of things, you have Giannis. I can't say enough. This guy is a freak. Uh, there's a video out the other day how he treats his fans. Yeah. He's just great. Just seems like a great guy. Yeah. Uh, he's averaging 27.4 points a game. 12 and a half rebounds and six assists. So obviously he is a Greek freak. But so who do you have for your MVP if it ended it right now? Kawhi Leonard. Oh no, no. no. <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, I have Giannis, man. He's played only 69 games. James Harden has 73. And uh, the minutes he's playing five less minutes a night than James Harden. He's he's only nine points back from James Harden. He's got more offensive rebounds. He's got more defensive rebounds. He has more rebounds in general. He's Averaging only one one and a half assists less than James Harden, um, and you know his, his steals are obviously not as much as James Harden, but but he has in blocks, di- obviously. yeah, different yeah. different yeah. positions, yeah. And, and yeah, he takes over in blocks. Mm-hmm. But I just think Giannis, I mean, he's just, I, I just think that he uh, like he doesn't have as much reliability on him on that team, so he gets to do his own thing. James Harden, he plays the minutes every single night, you know. I know he has multiple 60 games or 60-point yeah. games, 50-point games. I get it. James or Devin Booker is the only player in the NBA right now at two uh, with with more multiple. than one. Yeah. So uh, besides him, and he has six or seven or something like that. So, I mean, it's crazy. He's obviously having a hell of a year, but I just think that – He's having a hell of a year because he's playing those minutes and he's and he's just always out there. He doesn't take a break. So yeah, that's I, the key. I mean, I would agree with you in the minutes. He plays a lot of minutes. But you think about a guy like LeBron James, and he puts up statistics, very good stats every year. He's playing a lot of minutes, or he was before. We'll get to it. He's obviously getting held out for the rest of the season, yeah. but there's only six games left. But um, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. But they need that from Harden. Their their games are closer because they have injured guys. So my that's pretty much the most valuable player on your team if you took him away. I don't think I don't even think Houston's a playoff team. Now Milwaukee probably because of the Eastern Conference. I don't know if they make without Giannis because he's he obviously is great. But they have Middleton. They have Bledsoe. They have a lot of good guys around him. And I'm not taking anything away from Giannis. I think if Harden was not having this season, I think if he was probably averaging 28, 29, six and seven, I think. I think even if he's averaging over 30, I think Giannis probably takes it. But so you think he's going back-to-back? Back? You think? You... I think Arden will win it because people are going to see that he's averaging over 36 points a game. He puts up a stat line no one's ever done in the NBA ever. Yeah. And they've had injuries. I just think the voters will give it to Harden. I don't think it'll be – I think it'll be a little bit closer maybe than we think it will be, but I think Harden will Hopefully take it Hopefully he's home. a little less cockier when he gets up on the stage this year. Nah, that's probably not. Up. That's pretty much Harden's yeah. MO, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and this is why I told you, like we talked about this earlier, I think this is, we need to start having a discussion if Harden is the best player in the NBA right now. And I guess the argument would be, is he better than Giannis? Is he better than Durant? And is he better than Steph? Do you think Paul George actually has a, a decent ability to get up there too? If he I mean, did if if they wouldn't have fallen off. Because we were talking earlier in the season how the Thunder were competing for the third, fourth yeah. seed, second seed, and then they fell off. And then now they're in the bottom of the West. And if they would have kept up their pace, then I think Paul George would have been up there for the MVP yeah. talk. But 
Um, right now, I think Harden is is the clear choice. You think that Giannis is because because of uh, the record of his team and his and just his overall impact of the game. Yeah. And I and you can't fault you for that. And I think it'll come down the wire. But I got Harden winning my MVP. I think will too. So LeBron will go. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay. So LeBron, uh, he uh, he's sitting out for the rest of the year. Yeah. Because they said, hey, his groin isn't fully fully healed, and he came back too early. He's got which, to record more episodes of his show. Yeah, which I think is kind of like almost a scapegoat, like his groin injury for, for how bad that team is. I think they're using that. Because why would he ever come back yeah. if, he wasn't, if he wasn't healed and if he wasn't going to hurt himself more? You know, that team was already pretty much out of it, and then he comes back, he messes the chemistry in his off time. It just was a mess, right? Yeah. We talked about that a lot earlier this year, so... Sitting out, do you think it's a good idea for them to sit him out? Because, I mean, they have nothing to play for. Well, I mean, he's only played 55 games this year. So, I mean, why not just let him sit out the rest of the season and just mm-hmm. and, and drink his wine and relax, you know? I mean, that's I, – I, I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to save him for next year, hoping that he'd come back fully healthy, 100%. He might have not been healthy, but you're right. Why would he come back if he's not fully healthy just to risk it again? But uh, – I don't know. I think he's going to go do some recruiting on his off time, and I think he's just going to travel a little bit instead of practicing and stuff like that. And get, I think he's going to get uh, some scouting done. Do you think that even if he, even if they recruit in this off season, do you think that they are going to have a strong enough team next year to compete? Because you got to, you got to think these other teams that are are right there are just getting are going to get a little bit better. Or just stay where they're at, and the Lakers have such a big gap to fill. I mean, they're not even in a playoff race right now. They would have to get LeBron and a couple other players that would want to come play with LeBron. And the rumors are around the league that guys don't want to come and play in LA with LeBron. Yeah, it's not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it's the LeBron show everywhere he goes, you know. Yes. And that's why Kyrie left Cleveland, and and it's too bad because you know, I mean, he would have had a good team still in Cleveland, but he, I don't know, I don't know, I, I know. We've talked about this a lot on this show about like Kawhi staying in Toronto and go or going to LA. But if he goes to LA, I think he's going to the Clippers. Yeah, he's not, he's, not he's not going, going to the Lakers. Lakers. I agree with you. And I think there's, I, think, I mean, I don't know who's left. I mean, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, they're not going to play with LeBron. No. I mean, Clay, Clay Thompson might Clay be might. the only one. Yeah, and, Clay might. But I know Kyrie's not. I know mm-hmm. KD's not. Like, I mean, imagine KD and LeBron trying to be on a team together. You know, like and, they, they wouldn't fit. And I envision in the offseason anyway, even talking about the Warriors, is Kevin Durant. I think he's going to leave and go he's get done. a big money somewhere else, which is fine. He'll go to the Clippers or New York. I really do believe yeah. that. And then I think because he leaves, they'll have the money to re-sign Clay, and they will not let Clay walk. Because I guarantee Steph is like, you're not going to let my splash brother go, right. go to L.A. and, and, and compete against us. Right. Because right. I think Clay is one of the top shooting guards in the league if he was – if he was on a team that actually needed him to score. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the offseason with LeBron. Um, obviously, he's great. His greatness, I think, it can't be overstated. I mean, he's been in the finals, what, eight straight years before yeah, this? Nine. nine straight years. Yeah. And I think that might have something to do with him getting injured as well. All those all <clears throat> oh, those minutes, yeah. all the, all that time in the basketball court adds up. Think, like, I mean, think about how many extra games he's played over anybody else. You yeah, know? I mean, he's, absolutely. And it man, happened with crazy. Kobe at the end of his career. <clears throat> yeah. There's just too many games logged on his body. He was hurt all the time because he played so much. And I think the same thing's going to happen with LeBron. He takes care of himself, but uh, he has a lot of other opportunities outside of this as far And we see that. He's, Space Jam yeah, 2. <laughs> Space Jam 2, his TV shows, yeah. uh, production, obviously all of his endorsements. So um, if there's ever a time, I mean, you know he loves the game of basketball, but if there's ever a time that he's too injured and these next four or five years 
you could, I could definitely see him be like, you know what, I have tons of opportunity outside of basketball. And he has tons of money, so why, why right. keep playing? You know, right. why keep risking it? Right. But a little playoff picture, mm-hmm. the whole Western Conference is decided now. Who's in the playoffs? Yeah. Not the not the matchups yet because that's probably going to change with right. the next six bit. games. Mm-hmm. But you got the Warriors at 51-24. and 24. Pretty pretty average record for them. Um, and then Denver, 51-24, and 24, which is crazy. To have yeah. Denver and Golden State with the same record, what's your thoughts on that before we get into the rest of it? Uh, I think Denver's a great team, but this is what I think about Golden State. Before we get into the rest of it, I think they have the same problem as the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. I really believe this, that they play down to their competition, and yeah. they do not get up for games unless they're like big games. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that about them. Yeah, you're right. And then you got Houston sitting at third which is a shocker. They were at fit. They were in fifth a couple weeks ago when we did this. So um, Portland in fourth, um, Utah in fifth, the Clippers in the sixth seed, uh, seventh is San Antonio, and unfortunately they were having a hot season. But Oklahoma City is in eighth. Crazy thing is, we could see OKC Golden State first round. That's a possibility. That would be a huge matchup. That would be a hell of a series to watch. Oh my god! It'd be a lot more entertaining than uh, Denver OKC or Golden State San Antonio. However, that works out. Yeah. So hopefully, it stays in those standings that we see right there. And I think OKC could could pull that one out easily. I I think they got a big three. So does so does Golden State or Golden State has a big team. Yeah, I think at the beginning of the year I could probably make that argument but not anymore I just I just don't see it right however that being said who do you think uh, I think we've made predictions before who do you think wins the NBA finals now watching now that we've got to see all the regular season pretty much with only a few games ago who do you think wins the NBA finals this year uh I I, I still I still go with Toronto Okay. I, I, and I know that sounds like a homer pick because I'm a big Toronto fan. They're a really good team, but they're a really good team, and they got they got the bench, and that's the mm-hmm. that's the thing that helps out the most in the playoffs. If you have if you have guys that comes off the bench and puts up twenty something points like Fred Van Fleet, Van Fred Van Vliet mm-hmm. can do, and you, like you got. He's probably going to win sixth man of the year this year. Oh, no, sorry. Lou Williams. But he'll be in the discussion. He'll be in the discussion. Mm-hmm. He'll be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most improved player is going to be between D'Angelo Russell and uh, Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. And, and it's another Raptor, you know. And yeah. Kawhi Leonard might even be in the MVP candidate because of what he's done for Toronto yeah. as well. But I just think when it gets to the playoffs, Toronto has been so close every year. And they keep losing to Cleveland. This year, they don't have to worry about that that city, no. they don't have to worry about that team. Well, and they have Kawhi, and I think he's Kawhi. a better player than. <laughs> yeah. I no offense to everyone who loves Demar Derozan. I love DeMar, big Raptors. Right. I love Demar as well, but he is not as good as Kawhi. Kawhi Kawhi is a top five player in the yes, league. Demar Derozan's top fifteen, right. top, you know, mm-hmm. and so. But you're right. You know, you got Kawhi Leonard. He's he's unbelievable, and I think right now, if the playoffs started today, they take on Brooklyn, which will be an easy easy four games, and then. Um, Milwaukee will be playing Miami, another easy one. I think it's Milwaukee, Toronto in the Eastern Conference. Finals. I agree with you. I think Toronto makes it to the NBA Finals. I really do. Just from the defense they play, Kawhi won't be resting in the playoffs. If no. There's no back-to-backs. He rests a lot this year. Yeah. I know because I have my fantasy basketball team. It's really annoying when he rests. <laughs> but great guy, plays both ways. I think I think they get to the Finals. However, this is my this is my it's not even a, a huge prediction. But if Golden State makes it to the Finals, I think they beat Toronto. I just think they have too much firepower for Toronto. If Houston upsets Golden State, which I actually think will happen if we have a healthy Chris Paul, I think Houston makes it. I think Toronto has a chance to beat Houston in the finals because I think Kawhi will take that challenge of guarding James Harden, yeah. and, and he will be able to slow him down oh, and yeah. make the rest of the team try to beat him. He won't be getting 30 against Kawhi. Right. I mean, honestly. But 
Um, and right now in the East, you only you have uh, only five teams clinched the playoff spot so far. That there's still a race going on between Orlando, Miami, uh, Charlotte. Still there, they have their three games back from Miami. Um, you got Milwaukee, Toronto, Philly, Boston, Indiana, um, and then Detroit, Brooklyn, and Miami would be the other teams right now. Sorry today, um, Boston. Do you think they're going to make a push? Do you think they're making a move or what? I think the chemistry is still messed up there. I don't care what anybody will say about them. They have the talent to to make a run and to make it all the way to the to the finals, really. But if Kyrie doesn't start playing a good, better team ball and actually trusting his teammates and not talking trash about them, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I know that makes you happy because you're not a huge Boston sports fan. No. But at the same time, that's a team that's loaded with talent, and it'll be interesting to see what happens in the offseason because Kyrie seems unhappy, in my opinion, which is very surprising because he seemed really happy at first to go there. Yeah, he's going to New York, though, dude. I, I, I really do think it. And if especially if they get Zion, they're going to have the KD. That's going to make KD and Kyrie want to play with that guy. Like That's going to be that's gonna be a big three, and he's only a rookie. Yeah. You know, he's a um, – I read it somewhere. I forget who said it. I'll have to look it up. But um, whoever said it said that Zion Williamson is a top 50 player in the world right now, and he's not even in the NBA yet. Yeah. So it's a big statement, but it's kind of true. It's not – he's so good. He takes over. R.J. Barrett's still going to be the best, but, I mean – right, That's your bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. Speaking of that, so we'll go into the local a little bit and talk about the Phoenix Suns then, and I'll talk about my local, and we'll talk about it a little bit yeah. uh, about drafting as well. Because – so we have Booker. He throws up 59 points. Lost. They lost, I think, by 30 to – I think that was to the Jazz, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So he so he puts up 59 points. They lose. Puts up 50 points. They lose. Yeah. And then he puts up 48 points the ne- or 49 points the next – or 48, one or the other, yeah. the next night, and they lost yeah. as well. So the question is, and I've seen a lot of this, one, people are saying free Booker, trade him. He's going to be great. He would be great somewhere else. And there's other, there's other articles saying, hey, is he the problem? He's put up a lot of shots. He's doing a lot. Uh, my take is he's not the problem. I think we need to build around him. I think there's just tons of injuries right now all around him. Half our team is yeah. – half our starters aren't even playing with him besides Aiton. Right. So I think that's the reason why he's jacking up, you know, 30 shots a game and scoring these points. Yeah. What's oh, your yeah. take on him? Uh, no, he's not the problem, man. He's he's that team. He's the whole team there. So if you, if you want to get rid of Booker, then – you kiss. You can kiss it goodbye because you can get this player in the draft this year, but you need a player like Booker to go with him. If you get John Morant as your point guard, what are you going to do without a good shooting guard next to him? Right. Um, and DeAndre Ayton actually just set a record for the most double doubles by a rookie. So he's like that team is going to be good. They need they need more assets and they need a better bench. But Great. it's all it's all getting good there. And I I don't think. I don't think Booker's going anywhere. No. Booker's Booker's there for good. And it, and maybe a coaching problem because obviously we've secured pretty much we're going to get a top three pick in the NBA draft. Yeah. We're obviously New York has the best chance to top pick. Um, but if we can get Zion and get number one in the lottery, obviously that's going to be huge to pair in the front court with Aiton. But even if we don't get him and we get John Morant, which is actually my preference because we need a point guard so bad there, we're going to be in a good position with a bunch of young talent. We just have to have a fine coaching that bring them together. Yeah, I agree, big time. So uh, a little bit of Arizona Cardinals news, um, draft news. They met with Nick Bosa the other day. I think they're just doing their due diligence, trying to see what they're going to do with the first pick. Yep. They're still kind of a mystery um, if they're going to do Kyler or draft Kyler Murray. So it'll be uh, we'll, we'll find out here in the next upcoming weeks, obviously, with the draft coming up. But if they make a trade, someone makes a trade for Josh Rosen. Um, 
because I think that's huge. That I don't I don't know if they draft Kyler and still have Josh Rosen on the roster right. still at the time. So I don't either. But they're not going to get very much for him. Yeah, and another thing that Cliff Kingsbury did with uh, making waves right now, he said he's letting uh, phone breaks and team meetings every twenty or thirty minutes because he thinks players need that time on social media. He did it at Texas Tech, which people have argued. Well, you weren't very good at coach at Texas Tech. So what do you think about this rule about letting? I mean, phone if you breaks? got a younger team, you, you got guys that I mean, social media is huge in this day this day and age. So. Uh, I've heard I've heard a little bit about this too, and yeah, I don't know. I I'm, I'm kind of in and out about it. It's it's not it's not classy to do it because players should be focused on what they're learning. But it's also just to take a little bit off and just like take a like just go take a look at Instagram and then or Twitter and then go back into the room and hang out again with the team and, and watch film, do whatever. And it just takes you. A little bit out of that mindset, and so you're not always so stressed out about only football, football, football. And it's funny, is I I saw a meme, and it was like, the, okay, so Cliff Kingsbury announces uh, phone breaks are going to be allowed every 20, 30 minutes, and I see the meme of the classic one of Bill Belichick sitting there sipping his orange juice, just looking on, because you know whose team doesn't do that is the New England Patriots, and I do I do not like them, but that is the epitome of how you should run a franchise, oh, yeah. how you should uh, build a team, and how you should coach a team. So I guarantee Bill Belichick's not letting his players get uh, phone breaks every 20, 30 minutes. However, on the other argument, as I agree with you, it might be good for a younger generation to be able to have that freedom, check social media. I mean, you have uh, yeah. we have companies like like PayPal, GoDaddy, Google that actually have like game game rooms and stuff in their office buildings and and let people do those type of things, right? So yeah. it is proven it could work if you let them have oh, a little, yeah. little break, you know. Yeah. So I wish I had um, one at work. We'll see. So if we, yeah, exactly. So if we win, so if we win this year and we were a lot better, everyone's going to be like, oh, it's a great idea. And then yeah. if we lose, you know, oh, winning fixes everything, losing makes everything oh, yeah. look terrible. He's gonna get ripped yeah, he's going to get so, ripped to shreds. So um, we'll see how the Cardinals or how that. Yeah, I was thinking about it when you said the the, the whole Bill Belichick thing. You, you were telling me about those sleeves that you wore at that comedy show. He probably has those. Put, yeah, put, put, puts, those and then puts the phone them. in the in the little sleeve, yeah. and no one takes them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then he unlocks them by, by himself. Yeah. So he's kind of yeah. crazy, but uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you. It's I don't know. It's if, if it's a new wave of players, and if you think about it, the other uh, couple years about or a few years back when the Legion of Bloom, Boom was huge in Seattle, the huge talk about Pete Carroll was like, hey, he let his team do whatever. He lets them be their self. He lets Marshawn Lynch say whatever he wants, do whatever he wants. He lets Richard Sermon and that defense say and do whatever they want, and guess what? It worked for them. So maybe yeah. Cliff is on to something. Maybe he'll do something for his team that works. But yep. only time will tell. Uh, other news, we have D-backs. They have terrible pitching. We already talked about it earlier. Pretty pretty uh, disappointed in that team. And then we have the Yotes, and hopefully they can push for a playoff spot at the end of the year. Here. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. And uh, my local news is not not very huge um, today. Um all I gotta say is to the boys up Victoria keep pushing. They're down two nothing in the series against the uh, uh, against the Spruce Kings from Prince George. They're playing well. Um, that arena, that that team was just unbelievable in those two games. They're a good team. Uh, Victoria, they need some help um, in the back in the backstop, and they'll be fine. But uh, good luck to the boys, Alex Newhook, Zach Rose, Kyle McGraw, um, all those fellas up there, and. Uh, 
And hopefully with Ryan Nolan coming back into the lineup from a suspension, um, he'll be able to help a little bit with his uh, with his style of play. But I think that's all we got. That's all we got. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at NoPucksPod. Uh, Nick Abbott's doing a great job on our uh, Instagram page and social media. We have uh, tabs up there. Go check them out. We have the local. We have our episodes on there. We have our top hits, our top plays, and we're going to be uh, posting that stuff. And uh, we're doing a lot of new cool stuff on social media. Yeah. Uh, looks great. Uh, so keep up the good work, Nick. Yeah, the, the social media game is getting there. Uh, Twitter hasn't – I haven't really hit up Twitter that much as of right now. I'm trying to get Instagram down, but it's going to come and it will be good. Um, once again, follow Zia Beats on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, he did an unbelievable job in our intro. We're going to play it as our outro as well. Um, and we'll see you guys here next week. Talk about some NHL playoff predictions, um, NBA playoff predictions at that time. Uh, we'll probably have the whole the whole bracket set up at that point. But and the NBA or the NCAA finals will be done as well. So yep. uh, that's it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks, guys.